Hello and welcome to episode 308 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, and joining me this fine, fine evening, about an hour and 15 minutes late, it's Jerry Durkin. I'm an hour and 15 minutes late, but I'm 45 minutes due. Mm. And another man who wasn't late, he was actually spot on time. And he's also the most beautiful boy in Boston. He's the boss, baby. He's Balix. He's Goo Goo Gaga gangster magic. It's Alex Kalafi. Perry, you muppet. Yeah. I've had it up to sparkin' here with you. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the Queen's Beans. I don't know if you got up to that, that line. I actually laughed out loud. It was, it was, it was. Then, then there was the line, uh, arsehole, right mm-hmm. at, yep. at the Oasis that I loved. <laughs> There's definitely some amazing, uh, or uh, that tight spot getting tighter. One of the, the no pawns. I was and, and so then, far, uh, real good ones. Half the dialogue is also like, if we believe in our destiny, then truly we can find our own path. And you're like, I kind of understand what you're saying, Noah. <laughs> or like the, I feel like they always will say like a sentence and then there'll be the comma and then their name. But they mm-hmm. really, they really lean on that comma. You know, it's like, we should go that way. Don't you think, Noah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but at, at the end of the day, like the, the voice acting in this series is so good because you have like the scariest looking monsters of all time. And they have like a slightly muffled Cockney working class accent. Oi! <laughs> <laughs> What's all this in? And it's like a demon from hell. <laughs> yep. Uh, except for Riku, uh, it, that voice just is not. It's just a grown man. Yeah. It's, yeah, like the note ponds are always so cutesy wootsy, and then yeah, it's like this guy's just seen some stuff. You know, he's like, "Yep, I'm here." But uh, um, but yeah, I appreciate that. But at least Manana Pan, she uh, she keeps the the no pond cutesy wootsies. But uh, yes, we're going to be talking about Xenoblade as uh, anyone who isn't playing probably knows by now. But um, it's pronounced yes. Xenoblade. Z- yeah. Xenoblade. Trace. Trace. But yes, uh, how you find gentlemen doing this evening? Good. Um, tired. Uh, which is why I requested a shorter show this week. I got back from a uh, bachelor party weekend for my friend. His wedding Slam is the week after beers. mine. I, I did have more beers than I usually do, but it was Portland. So like it was a bunch of breweries around um, snobby beers. You were drinking the snobster beers. You can definitely get like double IPAs with fancy cans with the best art you've ever seen on. I only drink 20% volume uh, alcohol by volume or more. So that is something funny because something I noticed, and I don't know if this has always been the case or this is a recent trend. I'm seeing tons of 10 percenters like everywhere I go now. And it used, and even like when I was in college five years ago, it was like not. It was kind of a rarity to see a ten percent, and now like every brewery has like three of them. Um, yeah, but they gotta have the the drive at home beer, yeah, or the not drive home. Drive Don't at even home get beer. me started on ten percenters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Perry's a one over here. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I had a good weekend. I, I had a good weekend, and from a food perspective, uh, my favorite place was a place called Duck Fat, where if you go to Portland, Maine. 
Uh, it's a very, it's, it's kind of one of the quintessential sort of, not tourist traps, but like the restaurant, all the tourists go to, and probably the locals too, cause it is like really great. Um, they're known for their fries cooked in duck fat. They're known for their milkshakes, which are crazy. Some of the best milkshakes I've ever had. Uh, I had, so you said plural, you had more than one shake. I did. It was Friday. So Friday <laughs> we, we went to duck fat for lunch and I got like, um, a, a duck coffee panini. Oh, uh, that goodness. was like a bond me that again. <laughs> Sorry, confit. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer that. Thanks. Okay. Uh, rather than me trying and getting it like 70%, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind you. It's uh, you. It's the word. It's more the French in general it's that you don't French like. In general, yes. No. Yeah. We but, learned that this week, but I got a duck, uh, confit, uh, panini bon me which was amazing and then i got the poutine which used a duck gravy on top of fries cooked in duck fat with cheese curds and i got the milkshake what do these people have against ducks yeah Am i, I right? don't know but it's amazing it is amazing the cheese curds are always good mm. oh yeah mm. absolute fire and got the the original duck fat milkshake which was like a, a Tahitian vanilla milkshake that was like one of the best i'd ever had but then did you have these shakes in the same Ooh, Tahitian sitting? vanilla have you or ever did you make multiple trips? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, no, uh, it wasn't in the same sitting, but we I hadn't eaten it all that day because I assume we go out for breakfast or something, but that didn't end up happening. So it was like a 4 p.m. lunch. Gotcha. So yeah, I ended up going a little boy. ham. Yep. So um, I have an anecdote about Tahitian vanilla. Very re- what you really do? <laughs> I really do. Uh, there's a there's a Frasier episode where they uh, he's getting pranked on the radio and they ask him how he how he uh, takes his baths and he's like telling them all the different like spices and stuff he puts in it like in his baths at home and the last thing he says is like and a touch of Tahitian vanilla <laughs> and so so I was gonna get for my brother I was gonna get him like a little thing of Tahitian vanilla for Christmas for as his a baths. Gift. but it's like a hundred dollars for like an ounce it's ridiculous it just okay. goes to show you that uh frazier's living the high life exactly so yeah so and balak's is apparently no i mean this was a nine dollar milkshake so it's like I, i'm sure they used a drop you know you should, have, you should have like do. demanded that you like is this real tahitian vanilla yeah. <laughs> can i come back to the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> uh and then what happened was we toured like three or four breweries after that and then the last one we went to oxbow had a walk-up uh, like a permanent walk-up duck fat, uh, like snack bar, which had like a small selection of the menu. So I ended up getting poutine a second time, um, with pork belly on it, which was crazy good. Nice. Never then, a bad decision. And then I got the uh, blueberry. I think it was like blueberry buttermilk shake, uh, the second time. And I'll tell you, uh, five beers that day, which is not a lot considering the crew I was with this weekend, the the, the wonderful crew I was with this weekend plus overeating was like my stomach was at war with itself for maybe 15 hours after, but it was worth it. I would say. I I think that's what happened uh, for us on my bachelor party. It was Saturday. We went out and yeah, like, you know, we were drinking a little bit here and there, but we were eating a bunch of food. So it was like, by the time the eat, like it got late after dinner, it was just like, I couldn't fit anything more in me. You know, it's like Mm -hmm. the last thing I wanted to do was drink another beer. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, following full up with beer is just like it's a it's a recipe for disaster. Um, but as Perry knows for sure. Speaking of disasters, Perry, how you doing? I'm a mess. <laughs> I've lost control I'm of actually, my life. <laughs> I'm actually uh, super stressed out, and uh, in a, in a good way. I started a new job this week, and uh, he's a yep. male stripper. That's why I'm stressed. Yeah. No, yeah. I yeah, I'm actually working at a at a, a video game company, and um, I'm still working with <laughs> Rockstar North, obviously. <clears throat> Rockstar North. <clears throat> no. Yeah, Actually, <laughs> Activision Blizzard. <laughs> I'm working on uh, some VR stuff, and uh, Alex, you should have your uh, you should have a thirty dollar credit there. Ooh, Ooh, thank you. Because yeah. I um, he, he referred me. Where's I my did. credit? That was, so I just, that was I just got my quest uh, an hour ago, Quest Two, and uh, set it up. I played the a level of Beat Saber. Um, very cool. Very fun. Very don't excited. people play Beat Saber as like an exercise game, essentially, right? Because you're just yes. like get super, <laughs> super it's funny. <laughs> like the first, like I hit my PC like super hard because <laughs> mm-hmm. it just swiped. Through, and I was like, okay, well, I should. But yeah, the Quest Two, amazing initial impressions, like really amazing stuff. Um, yeah, and and like because I remember like the last time I tried it was with the Vive which was like four years ago, probably maybe a little more. And that was like the big, huge room set up. And uh, this is just as good, if not better without the whole room set up. <laughs> so it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Heck yeah. yeah. Um, I, I bought mine completely independent of what was going on with Perry, um, which is, which so is very funny. Like, like you just, you just got one. No, I, I told you, you texted us that you got the new job working on VR, and I was like, LOL, I just got back from GameStop ordering a 128 oh. gigabyte Quest 2. I just I goes didn't to catch show you, the... Jerry doesn't read your No, no, text I knew message. that. I just didn't know that you just got it. Okay. Cool. I was I was in the car when I read that text coming what? back from GameStop. Okay, sorry. Um, My mind's a blur. I'm sorry. That's amazing. Well, we'll, we'll talk about it at length next week. Um, actually, yes, we will. Or maybe two weeks from now, because I won't be on the show next week. Um, (laughs) But no, I love I love the Oculus Quest. Uh, I won't belabor the point, but um, the exercise in it is crazy. And I am going to buy a headband because of the amount of sweating I'm doing. Just playing like active games for like 20 minutes. That's one thing. Um, is like these muscles you got to work out like it's heavy. It's pretty heavy. So it's not like it's like, okay, it's not super comfortable to wear, but. But if you're dodging bullets and stuff like in super hot or, or pistol yeah. whip and stuff like, yeah, it, it you'll sweat. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. But that that's. Uh, but anyways, Casey, how you doing? Not too scabby. Um, just living the living the dream here and playing some Xenoblade. Yeah, not not too much else. Speaking of Xenoblade. I don't know about that. That's not fair to Splatoon 3. <laughs> We're talking about like the the sequel to one of the best RPGs ever to the sequel of one of the best RPGs ever to the sequel to okay, one of the so best you're RPGs telling me that, ever. Okay, so 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 you you rank Xenoblade as one of the best RPGs ever. Uh, I was being a little hyperbolic. I haven't played X. I actually bounced off X, but like people love it. I I was gonna, but well, I think say Xenoblade Two, for instance. I would say 
X is definitely one of the best JRPGs ever made, and I would say Xenoblade 2 is one of my favorites, but it's polarizing, so I would never, like, argue in any objective sense in its favor. I think one it stands up there in probably a lot of people's lists, like, because, yeah, it was it was so good. And I think also the, the whole, you know, Project uh, Rainfall, right? I believe that was what it was, something like yep. that. Uh, you know, with it almost not being localized. So, like, it's got that sort of mystique around it as well. Um, two, like I said, I love two. And yeah, I think... was like, you want Xenoblade? Here's yeah. 15. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's funny, because, right, you could think of Fire Emblem was almost like, oh, is this going to, you know, is it we're going to keep making these? Like, one more shot, And then boys. all of a sudden, Awakening was huge, and now they freaking jam Fire Emblem and down Now Casey's throat. sick of it. Yeah, I was thinking about actually. I was watching and listening to some music slash gameplay of the uh, the first one, quote unquote, that came out in America, and I'm like, man, better days. Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> Back I would, before no, you started Balix mode. Yeah, baby, Balix mode. Um, but yeah, I would think Xenoblade. You know, it definitely stands up there. I mean, you know, I don't think right. it's in the top list of like where people, but yeah, well. I don't know if Xenoblade 1 is better than, you know, it's, oh, yeah, definitely better than Final Fantasy 6 and Chrono Trigger, you know. I don't think many people will be saying that. But, you know, I'd say it could be in there some top 10 lists for sure. You think so? Okay. 25 for definitely top 25. De- most definitely top 50. A bajillion percent. Guaranteed top 100. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, we're, right. we're talking Xenoblade 3 just came out. Um, I, we each sort of have varying degrees of time played. I am just about 10 hours in. Uh, I finished chapter two in the game, and I believe um, Alex is like working his way to the end of chapter two. Yep, I'm seven and a half hours in. I um, I just watched a cutscene about a sword. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't a very spoilery one. We're not going to do any spoilers for this, but just so the context, it's chapter two, past the oasis. Uh, just saw you mean a the Skyward about a sword. sword. It's mm. <laughs> Uh, Lucky but, sword. <laughs> yeah. But uh um, yes, and then Jerry's <laughs> he's still on chapter one. Really? I think I am. A little yeah. looser. Again, I <laughs> I got a pretty good I'm amount kidding, of playing on Friday and Saturday, but Well, I think yeah. so pretty much the, the way it seems to be is when a chapter ends, Mio will write in like her diary. And that's sort mm-hmm. of okay. like that's like the the indication that you've come to an end of the chapter. And it'll say, like, do you want to save? And then it'll have like yeah. a picture of her diary. So you are what, maybe two, three ish hours in? No, well, I that's why I'm saying it's like I I'm at least like four and a half. Okay. okay. You could very so well be coming I'm, towards the end of chapter one. Yeah, I wish I could, I mean like it's gonna be weird because I don't know how we I mean it's the game is so story, I think, you know. Well, centric. I was gonna say I think we could talk like ha- about the premise, right? Because yeah, that's pretty sure. much laid out to you right in the beginning. Um, there's yeah. sort of two conflicting sides that are uh, pretty much in an eternal war against one another. Um, they have, Agnes you know, you were born. You have ten Mildred. years. Mildred. What's that? <laughs> Agnes and Mildred. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not even going to pretend to know the names right now. It's uh, like Kivis sure or something, right? It, was, it, was, it just sounded like good. an old lady's name yeah. <laughs> old mildred um good. but yes and well that's the complete opposite of this game because you got 10 years to live 
And uh, if you die, essentially, so the war is they need to fill up these gauges. They call them, um, oh my God, now I'm playing. Uh, fire, fire clocks. Fire, fire clocks. clocks. That's it. So as you kill the enemy, their essence is released from their body and it is then captured by your flame clock. Or fi- Yeah, I think it's flame clock. Um, That's so and ridiculous. Then essentially, you need, you know, when that goes dry, like you're, you're in trouble. So you're, the battle is always going on. You're always trying to kill the other people to keep your clock filled. And, um, you know, so you just go out there. If you die, you die. If you make it to 10 years, then you get the privilege of dying anyway. Uh, in a homecoming they, ceremony that's so beautiful mm-hmm. and lovely. Super and it's one of the games. Mess, one of the most messed up scenes I've ever seen in a Nintendo game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Are you talking about the initial strange. one? I, you know why there was nothing messed up going on on the screen, but because I kind of was thinking about the context of what this meant. Yeah. Um, what was actually partaking here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So essentially you are, uh, you're Noah, right? That's where, that's the main character and he is an off seer. So like essentially on the battlefield, he plays his little flute, um, and like sends the people off that have died. Yep, sees them right off. Well, that's after they'd already died, though. Well, yeah, that's when their husks are on he the sees floor. Their, yeah, yeah, their husks. Yeah, uh, yeah also known as husks. their bodies. Yeah. And he sees but their souls off, and then their husks dis- disintegrate. Yeah. So essentially, right, dust. like the, these two people are going at each other, um, and then, you know, eventually, and I think, like I said, this is all sort of pretty much laid out there pretty early on, and I think in the promotional things, but essentially that the thing is, like, groups from either side like a group from either side essentially shack up and i won't go into the particulars on why they have been forced to work together now now specifically shack up as in joined in a team together to accomplish <laughs> yeah. a shared goal they have relationships not not, not uh entered a romantic tryst yeah. although um, they do show that bathroom bathtub scene pretty yeah. pretty early <laughs> yeah yeah Hilarious. it is a share it is a communal and shared gender uh bathroom um progressive bathrooms yes uh but you um so yeah there are you know it's xenoblade so you've got you know your tanks your healers your your damage dealers um you know and you find out you know pretty again quickly on you can end up you'll be switching your class which is what it's called and like getting different abilities from different classes so it's going to be a lot of customization or custom ability and custom abilities off the chart just yeah pretty much like at first when i was like i just i don't want to be changing my dang class all the time i know Um, yeah but essentially like i've wrapped my head around that these are just blank slates like they it looks like all of their um like stats and stuff like level up equally it's not like oh noah who you know he's sort of a damage dealer you know by default in the beginning it's not like oh his damage ability you know his output is goes up at a higher rate than one of the tanks it seems like everything just sort of scales the same so it seems like every it's like you could do whatever the heck you want essentially right and you start out with some classes and um you know you're going to unlock more classes and you can take different abilities from other classes and really sort of cater and build these characters in your team to your likings um but mm-hmm. before we get into all that i don't know if i've been talking for a minute here i don't know if one of you want to jump in and talk a little bit about the actual battle system and, and how that plays out yeah I, I can do that um because i'm 
uh, like maybe an hour or two short of where you are. I'm the boss. It's <laughs> I'm the video, boss. Video game, like the gameplay, is absolutely like one half step up from Xenoblade Two. It's it's which I don't mean in a qualitative way, just like it is very clearly Xenoblade Two is very clearly the basis for what's going on here. So, uh, can I have ask a question? Yeah. What is the difference between Xenoblade Two and One? Because it's been like seven years since I played the Xenoblade One. It, and it's a good question. Okay, so because, One had yeah. like I think it was like four characters could be on screen at any given time. No blades. Um, no, maybe it's five, but I think it was four. I think um, it was four as well. You have like you had that bar, that like MMO style attack bar, which which in function worked exactly the same as other as the other Xenoblade games, where you're waiting for stuff to charge up, positioning okay. matters, etc. But it was like streamlined. It was very streamlined, okay. um, and it was easier to follow. Xenoblade Two added the blades, which was like the Pokemon system. It added. I don't think the chain attacks were necessary. Maybe they were new, but it was like it added I think a lot the of complexity were in the first one. I'm pretty okay. sure. But there was a lot of complexity in the battle system, which added like it was like a four tier, a four or eight button, right. not wheel, but like crosses. And then there was like the Pokemon style mechanics. Um, and it was Pokemon like style. What do you mean by Pokemon? The blades, style? The, the blades were very popular. Like, it was like gotcha. You would get the blades and then sort of apply them. Um, anyways, okay. it was it was so much more complicated and busy than the first game that they, they had to pull out the camera, basically. Um, which is very visible. And I would say that like, I love Xenoblade two very much, but my biggest criticism is that sometimes it's hard to know what's going on screen at any given time, just cause there's just a million different systems at work. Well, it, it, the stupid thing about it is that it, they could have explained it to you that, and they just do a terrible job in Xenoblade two. And yeah. because it's like, well, no, here's the thing. Cause it's like, I just played it and it's like, okay. Uh, like I remember like telling Jill, 45 hours in, I finally know what is happening. <laughs> I mean, right. And it's not that complicated. It's just like, tell me what's going on. It's just mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, anyway, which I think yeah. they do a lot better in this game. Oh, they yep. definitely do. But also, it's like, I'm going in as a veteran of season two of, of Xenoblade 2. So it's like. I think they, they pretty much make it hard to not sort of. Yeah, get it, which I is think. very much. I mean, yeah. I like that. I mean, I know that I'm, I might. I think I'm not through all the tutorials that you guys have been through. No, you are but, not. <laughs> but like, like, I mean, I, you know, cause it shows you like how to go through different menus, you know, how to navigate stuff. But dude, I, as a, a not crazy RPG player, I was like, that's how I learned stuff. So sure. Um, I liked it anyway. Sure. Like, uh, and we'll, we'll get to it in a second, but so three is a similar style of two in the sense that it's like, it's cross style uh, sort of attack choosing rather than like the bar. The camera is uh, very much pulled out, um, maybe even more than two, but definitely similar. Um, and instead of having three or four characters and then like three or four blades, whatever it was in two, now it is at least as of chapter two, I don't know what weird JRPG stuff comes in later. It is your whole party of six fighting at the same time. No blades as of right now. But what happens right. is you end up exposed to something called the Ouroboros, which is this like kind of mystical artifact that seems to have combat uh, significance on your team. Spoilers. No, I, I 
so th- there's there's one part of it that I won't talk about, but I mean, that's... that part's like super epic and awesome. So I don't know. That's yeah, kind of yeah, spoilers, but yeah. So, but but I'll say that like the other some of the other stuff. There's like one cool thing that I won't talk about, but then there's also uh, the class changes happen because of the Ouroboros, and then when I just got chain attacks, which also happened because of the Ouroboros. So it's like it feels very different because it's a lot about like changing classes and like changing up your party rather than like the the blade based Pokemon kind of adjacent. Like there's no elemental system. system. Um, I like, haven't seen a ton of that, but yet. I think that came later in Xenoblade two, like for sure. Um, mm-hmm. that's what's funny is like, it's playing through. It's like, I never know, like, cause it's pretty simple. And, and, and yeah. the thing I, the thing I don't like, I mean, there's things I like and I don't like. One thing I like about the combat system is that it's very, um relaxing honestly because it's kind of you're always basically doing the same thing over and over again like mm-hmm. yeah way, you sort of get I mean, your your right? blueprints down for battle yeah i mean like you're like okay i should i should do this attack first and the cool thing is the way they keep it interesting is that you try to implement that attack when you hit them like when you the canceling they call it canceling Oh, I love that. Love the it, canceling love it. feels very nice. We're like, yeah. if you, it, I hate and that they may term have had that. It's weird. I don't understand why it's called canceling. Oh, well, because it is a term used in like a lot of other types of games. You like cancel the animation is like the like I think is where it sort of originates from. Yes, some, it's weird. Where, like though, you, right? yeah. you time the uh, attack right, and then it doesn't finish the animation of the other attack and just goes right into it. So technically, it's like you're canceling the other attack into this attack. And that's, yeah. you know, you end up doing it quicker. Yeah. So I think that's where that. So that's cool. Is. And I, I like that. But, the, you know, it, it is. It, then the other point is like, well, I'm kind of doing the same thing over and over again for every every enemy, you know. But I, then then I think the, the game does a good job. It's like, well, it almost like arbitrarily shakes it up for you. You know, well, like. It, it, yeah. Like, like when you like, OK, now you're going to change your class. It's like, oh, OK, well, now I, I have to use different moves, you know, and. And then it says something like you can't change back for a while, right? It says something like that. You can't just do it willy nilly. Is that right? I well, just for that time being, because I think they okay. just want. So essentially, you are still in like I feel like the tutorial part because they they do essentially. It's like hey, you start off as Noah, right? Where you're the attack damage, uh, the attacker. Then it's like okay, now you're gonna play as the healer for a little bit. All right, now you're gonna play as the tank for a little bit. So you know the sort of the you know the basics of each role. And then they mm-hmm. sort of open it back up. Um, yeah, I think what they and Alex and I were talking about this last night with sort of the tutorials being a little handheldy. But I think you know a lot of uh, the reaction from Xenoblade Two is like, man, the system's so confusing. They don't do a good job explaining. And then you got to go to YouTube and watch a twenty-minute video on how to do it. And then it's like, oh, okay, it makes sense. So barely, I think, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but it yeah. it makes more sense. It does. I think absolutely. Here they're like, we are like, we've we've seen this, and that is bad game design, right? That it's we we didn't do a good job explaining. So now it's like we have overcorrected that, and we are going to make sure we show you everything. So even yes. like you know, I'm I think you know, like I said, I'm around ten hours in. So even just before this sort of the end of chapter two, it's like you get introduced to gems, which, you know, I don't think is a huge spoiler or anything. And then like, yeah, uh, you use gems, you? right? And like, they're, they're like, oh, this is how you make a gem. This is how you apply a gem. And it's like, you could have just said that 
and then I could have gone and done it pretty easy, but they're like, nope, we're going to make you press the button to open the menu. We're going to have you go down to where the hand is pointing to the gem option, you know, and it's it's very hand holdy. And it, and like I find it, it's definitely like, ugh, like, I wish I could just sort of blaze through this a little quicker, but I don't think it's that bad. Uh, and it definitely does not let you not know how to do something right. So I think on the grand scheme of things, it, it is good that. Like you said, Perry, you know, you're you're not someone who plays these kinds of games all the well, time. Yeah. It's like, nope, we're gonna make sure you are understanding what's going well, on. Well, it, it, it yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I'll I'll take I'll take this. I'll take that over like no, track down a YouTube playthrough. So you yeah, have to, for sure. You, I mean, you know, it's like I'll take that over. And that. like I said, I think this is like a, a direct react like, you know, yeah, response yeah. to that. Yeah, but yeah, but, I, it's the game. Like I said, they keep introducing new things, right? And like that's sort of, I feel like that's the Xenoblade thing, right? It's like, oh, I'm yeah. like 30 hours in, and I'm still getting I new mean, systems on top of new systems. Um, like it's funny, right? Because like I remember with X, I dropped off after like 10 hours because I just, I, I, I just didn't know what, what the game. I didn't know what the actual gameplay loop was of that game. It was like, a I lot tried. of walking nowhere. Was X was, was a the lot first more X hours. Yeah, X, exploration but like i remember like the combat being like pretty cool like like you had a gun and stuff and I, anyway anyway and the mechs i was like the mechs were so cool like how oh, that skills, was in Xenoblade too you know what i mean like i it's just kind of interesting how different those are but on that note that's what i talk about is like well we don't have to talk about it but i just my note is like like how completely segmented the games are like this isn't like it's like Xenoblade three, right? You think it's like the one after Xenoblade two, but like for all I'm concerned and no, it has nothing to do with Xenoblade one or two. Like, and maybe it probably does. I'm sure it does. But like, like the it's like the universe isn't even the same. Uh, I'm it's gonna, like Final Fantasy. So I I actually I am going to say sure. that that's probably incorrect is my guess for for a couple reasons. I don't know anything. I'm very anti spoiler. Uh, yeah, I've, I've yeah, made yeah, this yeah. very clear. But this is just my theorizing. Uh, one, Vandom from a character uh, who is a character in two. Uh, this is this is in the trailer, so this isn't a spoiler. There is someone named Vandom who looks exactly like Vandom who shows up uh, in this game and is not is probably not the same guy, but looks like him a lot. And I'm yeah. guessing with all the sci-fi weirdness, that's there's probably a reason. It's the same voice actor, and the reason that matters is that I'm pretty sure Noah is Shulk's voice actor. The cat girl, uh, Mia, is the er, is the same one as the cat girl in 2, I'm pretty sure. And I think there are others this is true for. Um, right. And my guess is, and without, like, it's, I think it's, it's enough time has passed to say that there's weird sci-fi stuff. Yeah, uh, for sure. That completely yeah. flips Xenoblade 1 and 2 on its head by the end of the game. And I would bet, I would probably bet a hundred dollars that we're going to see something like that by the end of this one, just based on that yeah. circumstantial information alone. But like, like for instance, like Xenoblade two, like the whole game, like the, like everyone it's, it's like, it's like they look, it's almost like Pokemon in that fact, right? Like of like Pokemon trainers and Pokemon. Like it's like, it's all about the Pokemon trainers and they're training their Pokemon. And, and, but it's in Xenoblade. It's, it's about the, the driver and the blade you know what i mean and that's mm -hmm. like everything like the whole world is built upon like oh 
that's a driver and they have a blade and blah, blah, blah. And there's like nothing like that in there. Nope. These are just people. They just have their own. They just, it's just like a normal RP. It's just, they just, they just yeah. battle and that's mm. it, you know? But that was, that was also one, but I think, I think the real connective tissue, like thematically between these three games is like the style of the sci-fi story they all have. Like in one, well, yeah. it is, uh, it's like, like the, the Mechonis are like basically, or Bionis, uh, what, whatever it is, are they're on the verge of just collapsing this world um, that the characters exist on. So you have that like sort of oppressive feeling. And two, it's just like the whole world is built on these dying giants that are all elderly and likely to die in like within 500 years. Um, so there's like a very pressing, like kind of depressing existential threat. And for here, it's like basically everyone lives their lives from 18 to 28 or something or like or maybe yeah, like 14 whatever. to 24. It sounds like and they're the, born. At, yeah. And, yeah, and it like seems that. like my guess is it kind of seems like they're part of some like weird, uh, almost like chicken pathway where it's like, they're basically born to die like over and over and over in a specific way. Um, and then like when they're like, actually when like they're exposed to the fact like very early on that, like, wait, people are supposed to live longer than this that sort of creates an additional sort of depressing edge, especially right. against all the homecoming stuff. So I think that like, yes, they're very different worlds, one to two to three, but I also think like the core is very similar, if that's fair. Yeah, I, I think what the beauty of Xenoblade is, because you could play each game individually, and obviously I, I, three, we, I don't know for sure yet, because we're not done with it, but like you could play Xenoblade 2 without playing one and enjoy it, and like, sure, like the the sort of like interesting thing that happens towards the end, like you're not going to get that, but it doesn't make the game like obsolete or like, oh, well, that that sucked, you know. Um, so I feel like they do a pretty good job of making them stand alone, but like the overarching stories have connected, at least in one and two, you know, like with yeah. bits and yeah. bobs, right? Where, I mean, yeah, like I Final Fantasy is much more like, well, each game generally is completely different. Um, but you sure. do see, like, like for instance, like Colony 9, right? Like, that was in the very first Xenoblade. Uh, that was, like, a big, oh, the Colony 9. So, like, it, and then in, like, I get, like, I keep bouncing back to Final Fantasy, but, like, you'll see characters and, and names reused in places, right? Yeah. But they're not necessarily the same, but they, like, help to, like, connect the Final Fantasy. It's just universe. like Zelda, too, right? It's like with, like, yeah, like yeah, Beetle, exactly. you know? Mm-hmm. Like how you know the shop whatever, but yeah, and I'll and I I, I want to ask um because you know I'm so lost and you know we know that Xenoblade's insane right I mean like 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 it's so abstract and crazy but like did you guys get like the ending of Xenoblade two like did that mm-hmm. make sense to you tying yes. it back to Xenoblade one Yes, I mean okay. I could I could explain. Uh, what no. I remember of it, but I well, should. It, it is, it is the, yeah, no, I was just wondering. Yeah. It it's is like Xenoblade I, one's ending seen from a different angle. Is that, is that too spoilery? Should I cut that out? Or is that, no, I think no, that's, no, it's interesting. Like I, I would say if anyone okay, is interested or like Jerry, maybe, maybe you rewatch it. Um, uh, John did an awesome, like need to know lore video for like oh, what yeah. you need to remember from one and two for Xenoblade three. Oh yeah, I should watch that. That'd yeah, be great. it's it's like twenty or twenty five minutes long, but he he does like a really really great like for me it was awesome to get a refresher like oh okay yeah oh that happened right and like yeah it talks about the endings and how they you know sort of 
can you know play off each other kind of thing. So I would definitely recommend that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So just a couple more things I want to say, and these might sound like hot takes. Um. Whatever. Uh. But I just want to preface it with saying I'm really enjoying Xenoblade Three a lot. Um. One of them. One of the things is I. I think that the intro, like I love the story, like that, like what we just talked about, the the ten year thing and like the endless war, like that's interesting and blah blah blah. I think that like it's surprisingly like not epic compared to the beginning of Xenoblade Two and the 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 world it crafts. Like you remember in Xenoblade Two, you start on the on the uh, on the the Gramps or whatever, you know. Sure. Like he starts on there. It's really cool, and like it's the first scene is like you're jumping into the 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 sky ocean into thing. the cloud sea, and it's really cool, right? And you have that one on one battle, and there's a really cool character connection, and then like you go to the marketplace, and then like there's this really big like I feel like that was so much more interesting with the world building and like so much more characterizing. Um, I think that, and this one it's kind of like yeah, here's a bunch of characters. It's showing you some. It's it obviously like the whole game. Like there's half of the game is 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 movies, basically, and so ten you know, minute cutscenes regularly. In this yeah, game. and so and they're and they're great, like super yeah. high quality stuff. Um, so you get tons of character growth, uh, which is great. But I just it's funny. Like that's something that stuck out to me. Is like man, it seems like super. My other point being, it's a very streamlined game. Um, and where I feel like Xenoblade 2 was it, like took its time a little bit more, um, almost in a wabi sabi way, uh, and where I think I like that better, like the like the, the mystery of Xenoblade 2 a little more. But like also the environments are not impressive yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yet. I, I, Correct. I was gonna yeah. say they definitely do in the first two, right? I feel like, yeah, they build up the world. You got the the Bionis and the Mechonis, like these huge titans, like, whoa, this is crazy. And then, yeah, then you get into Xenoblade 2, you got all these different titans and like the huge continents and areas. And even in X, right, like the world is ginormous. And it's, you know, and here, yeah, so far it's been more about the the characters in the story more so than yeah necessarily like look at this big crazy world you know it just seems like it's yeah like i've definitely got to some zones you know as i'm traveling through that you stop and you look out and and it's gorgeous the game looks awesome yeah um and stuff but yeah you like so far yeah it's you don't have that like epicness to the world and i feel like yeah they'll probably be able to build that up over time but yeah the other ones definitely do a better job up front and it's it's funny, right? Like you look at the covers of Xenoblade Three. Oh, they're all the same. And, isn't that funny? Like I, I was I, thinking I about that. Really funny. It's like, man, like, that's not exciting at all. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, no, I, that doesn't I make agree. me want to jump into it like crazy. Like when it looks exactly the same. It's just really interesting. Yeah, I, um, I thought about that too, and I picked it up. Again, it's like, I, yeah, if it didn't have a number on there, you would have no idea. Like, and, which and, Xenoblade I, am I playing? Exactly, and and I, I know it's gonna. Get, I mean, I know it's gonna get crazy, but it, it definitely was kind of like. Like one of the thoughts, again, hot take incoming. It was kind of like, is this like a B team game? Like, is like the A team working mm-hmm. on something else? Like, that's what it kind of. It felt like the the amount of production in this game wasn't up to par with Xenoblade Two. Like, that's what it feels like. But like again, it's gonna. Yeah, I, I don't agree with you on that grow one. so much. Okay, that's mm. fine. Well, okay, Casey, do, do you want to give do you want to give your thoughts? I guess as we're going around, I respond to Jerry and then yours. Yeah. 
Yeah, so far, so um, I think, you know, in the beginning, like I said, I was a little bit of like, oh, I don't want to, like, change up my classes, you know? Like, I just, because essentially how it felt in the beginning was like, oh, like, Noah is going to be the damage dealer, but you need to switch him out to other classes, because essentially, right, you have your, uh, how they do it is uh, the face buttons on the right side, um, you know, Three of them are like your arts, and then the one, like the A button, is like the special one. You know when you sort of work it up, and then the D pad on the left, you know, you unlock as you you use other classes. You unlock more skills you can put on there. So essentially, you're going to get more arts. So at first, I'm like, I don't, you know, I don't love this because I don't really want to change. Like I want Noah to just deal damage. I don't want to have to change him to be a tank for some battles till he gets an ability to switch him back but i think as you unlock more classes and, and like i said i sort of got my head around the idea like oh just because they started at this role doesn't actually mean that's what like they're intended to be and it's more like hey go buck wild you know I, i've i've come and and again as it's sort of gotten further into the game a little bit it feels better and i'm i'm enjoying that more so that like early on it was a little bit of like i don't know if i love that um, but right now I'm definitely liking that more. Like I said, I love the cancel attacks. Um, you know, Jerry was, I know, a little upset that they got rid of, you know, like the, oh, like press the B button at a specific time. Yeah, I do love those part the, the quick time event things. Mm-hmm. Or, but I, I feel like the canceling, yeah. uh, the cancel attacks sort of give you that, right? Like you're. You're timing it no, like no, there's they, not. They do. Yeah, it's not necessarily yeah, a button it's press. That, you know, you have that special right that you that you work up to in battles mm-hmm. and you just use it. it and it, that's what it was. But they just take out when you. It just doesn't affect. Yeah, you know, but you I, but you still, I think, like with the canceling, it makes it more active, where you're you're paying attention more, and then like it, you don't have to do that, but it's going to give you bonus damage and it's going to. Get, you know fill up that oh yeah that it's special awesome yeah the canceling is so, the best part of the game yeah so i'm a big fan of that um i and again like with the six people battling is like sometimes it's just like what the heck is going on here um no idea most of the time yeah. it's just i'm doing my three buttons and then other people are just like well, and, not healing despite yeah. having two healers on my team <laughs> i've had yeah. to switch over and be like why are my healers not putting their heels out when the tank is dying <laughs> Um, but I've read yeah. that the AI as the classes expand gets better because, yeah, I was like, I tried to kill a unique, which is cool. So they, they show like introduce you like, hey, you got your common enemies, your, you know, the enemies that sparkle a little bit elites. like they might have something. Yeah. Then there's elites and then uniques and uniques are special like one time kills and you and then it leaves it a tombstone so you can rebattle them. Uh, but it's like when I see an elite, it's like, oh, baby, let's go. And, it, and like they're big and they've got like names and, and they're tough level. to fight. So I love that. Um, you know, I love finding one of those and trying to battle it. And that's why I actually I think I'm a little over leveled for my for the area. Um, I finished chapter two at level 20. And I think David and Jordan were around like 17 or 18 because I was like, I want to beat that freaking unique. You know, I got to got power nice. up here. Um, but yeah, so far I'm enjoying it. And then like the the end of chapter two or like the the culminate like you know sort of like the build up and then the finish of chapter two is amazing so Ooh. it's like i am on a real hot spot of like getting ready like i want to get back in there and keep playing um i get like I said i think podcast yeah stupid podcast getting stupid work um but yeah i think 
you know, like the narrative is good and I'm liking it. But like when I got to this part, like fighting the boss there, seeing what happens and how that plays out. And it's like, oh, okay, let's freaking go. So I'd be interested to hear how you guys are feeling. And I'm sure Alex will be able to tell me probably later tonight, if not, well, he's tired tomorrow, I'm sure. And then Jerry a little bit later. But yeah, really, right now I'm in a great spot. I'm, you know, really enjoying it. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm 10 hours in. So I think I want to say I feel like I heard like 80-ish hours. So a little longer than two, maybe. That could could totally be... Hold on, I'm going to check how long to be. Uh, well, I would say don't say it here because because some people are sensitive about that. But Lose I mean, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm probably going to I'm probably going to edit out the uh, Xenoblade 2 thing I said. <laughs> OK, well, then, yeah, I I, it's looking I like maybe it's... not actually that long. It looks like it might be on par with the other ones. So okay. we'll, we'll leave it at that. Um, but yeah, no, I, like I said, I, you know, there was parts in, and I feel like Xenoblade games always start a little slow, like because you don't have the full kit yet, right? It's like the the, the battles might feel a little wonky or, or a little wabi-sabi, and then it's like, oh, now I've unlocked the chain attack, and that just makes every like, that pulls it all yeah, together. Yeah, I'm really excited about that, yeah. Yeah, I, so, so you're not super far off of that, Perry. Um, cool, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I'm, Again, I'm loving let me it just so say this. looking forward to keeping on, keeping on. Just so everyone knows, and I don't mean to be disheartening at all. It's like that I I'm really enjoying it. I like I'm I'm really really enjoying it. I I just it's it's so interesting to see like isn't it weird that like Xenoblade Three is out on like the Switch and like that it's like it it's just it's just interesting to me like it, it's like it's surreal so... to see the title menu and thinking about Operation Rainfall and it's like yeah. man it, it's, a, it's, it's a it's a 2022 ass. A title screen to see <laughs> yeah, yeah i just i agree oh, though Perry. I, I wish they'd spice up the covers a little bit yeah well they did come out with those my nintendo covers that are cooler <laughs> if you said, i shouldn't yeah. have to go online to get it I, I, I know. <laughs> uh one last thing uh looks a lot better in handheld mode Ooh, uh, yeah I, I played only a tiny bit in handheld but looks great it looks i great, mean though. honestly the game looks awesome and like I said, the areas I've been into now, like some of them when they, they open up and it's they're huge and they're fun to explore and run around. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to see, sort of seeing how that all looks. And so far, I've hadn't had any like performance issues, right? Like it's been running smooth. You know, it's not you know, it's not 60 frames, you know, you know, 1080p or anything, I don't think. But uh, it, it's there hasn't been any points where it's like it's running Ugh. great yeah um i i would say i'm like i i i would say maybe eight out of ten on it at the moment but like a very complicated eight out of ten because it's very early and it's just based on my experience so far with the faith that the things i'm not a fan of or not sure of they're gonna get better over time so the things i love right are the story like we said something i want to call attention to is the fact that the game shows such sympathy uh, and reverence for like the military trauma that is going on among all of these characters and both of these sides and like the the normal people who are sort of stuck on the receiving end of, of all of this trauma and how in spite of that and in spite of this being like one of the more dire worlds, maybe the most dire we've seen in the Xenoblade game, X being the debatable 
sort of comparison. Um, it still shows a lot of like reverence and love for the dead through like the flute uh, mm-hmm. scenes, like the oh, off yeah, scene. Like, yeah. And, like and it's like, scene. and the off seeing how it's a mechanic where you just press a, when you see like a husk and it just, you, you do like a little, a beautiful little flute to send off the spirit is like, I love it. It's, it's it, a very beautiful thing. And I love that it's, you have to press a to do it because it's sort of like, it's a little bit of an encouraging loop to like show respect for the dead and to make the player do that as well. It forces yeah. you to stop. Isn't that crazy? And you like know? relax for a second. Right. Mm-hmm. And it also, yeah. yeah. And they reward you by it. It increases your reputation with said colony. So if you're sending off, you know, like you find some husks outside of colony four, you know, you send them off and then now your, your reputation with colony four is increased. So yeah, not only is it just sort of a peaceful like moment, it, it does have rewards to, to sort of seek those out and they do a good job on the mini map like th- there'll be a little flute sign like flute icon and it's like oh okay like there there's a husk that i can send off and you know you don't have to go do it but i always do yeah absolutely that's I, just it's, the kind of guy I am. no 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 it's nice to it's it's almost like the reverse of how i how i said i like uh like minor crimes in video games like these these like these little weird sympathetic like empathetic mechanics i also love for the exact same reason because it makes what you're doing feel so much more human um even just being in this fantasy sci-fi world whatever so i love that love what i'm seeing of the story so far though i'm surprised i'm like level 20 not level 20 but let's say level 16 17 and like eight hours in and it's like it doesn't feel like a ton has happened yet but we'll see um i'm sure it'll it'll ramp up like i said i think you're gonna like the the culmination of chapter two excellent um so loving the stories stories nine out of ten ten out of ten the gameplay i'm like i'm very up and down and we'll see on so i think it's heavily smoothed out I think it, it runs really good in handheld and looks really good. Shockingly so compared to two, which was playable, but a little sloppy, let's say, uh, in that department. Um, and like 500p or whatever two came out at on handhelds. Um, we were just still amazed at that point. Like, wow, we're playing Xenoblade on a handheld. Didn't have yep. to be perfect back then. But yeah, our, our expectations have uh, risen a little bit since then. And, and I, I appreciate the tutorials or I, I appreciate the presence of the tutorials. And so far as like, I understand 85% of everything going on at the moment, which is a huge step up from two, um, which I I've seen more mechanics so far. I, I think they do. I I'm like split on how fast they give you that stuff because I, I have like, I have so many mechanics now uh, between the chain attack and the cool thing we didn't talk about. And then the other stuff that it's like, okay, um, now the battle system's getting interesting, but now there's like eight different equips and there's six characters within a few hours. And it's like, and it's very overwhelming and it's doubly overwhelming when you get to the battle system. And it's like me focusing on my three little, little buttons and then six characters doing whatever they're doing, which I I can't pay attention to at any given time. Uh, Just, just dropped casey i guess we'll see um he's a quitter yeah 
Yeah, um, I, I would I would agree with you, Balx, like on everything you just said. <laughs> and it, Honestly, yeah. yeah. And and it and it feels like it's an overcorrection in some ways, like because you'll see more tutorials when it gets to the point where um it's like it's showing you like the gem system and you have to be in like or the the class system especially and you have to be in like six different menus and it's like now press the B button, now press the A button, now choose this this item onto this character, but I already have other items because I have the expansion pass, but it's not letting me do that because I have to do it its way, which I understand it's only a minor annoyance, but I draw it drives me insane when the game yeah. won't let me do what I want to do. Yes. Yes. Um like totally. and 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 it's yeah, it's kind of a little overwhelming type feeling where it's yep. like I, i'm just getting used to like doing something i'm comfortable and now it's like oh and okay. and there are some quests that feel a little fillery so far that are also required but may in some ways introduce stuff like i'm i'm kind of waiting to see how that goes so it's like and then i i completely agree with you on the exploration piece one million percent like the first area is like a war zone. The second area is grass. The third area has been desert. Like it's, it feels like a Mario game almost at this point um, where it's like, it's like I've seen all this in Xenoblade games before and I'm like, I'm waiting. Okay. So in chapter two, you hit like the open green plane and it's like, I'm enjoying this, but like, this is also what the plane in Xenoblade two kind of looked like. Yeah. And one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like, hmm, I don't really know. What did Casey say? He's trying to get back on. All the internet is down trying to get back on. Okay. Well, hopefully the, the MP3 usually saves in this situation, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So sure. worst case we can continue without him. Yep. So that that's where I'm at is like, we're like eight hours in. I I'm like seven and a half, eight hours in. I'm there's a little bit of like faith I'm putting into this game that it's going to deliver on what I think a Xenoblade game is capable of. But the story premise and what I've seen is so damn compelling that I'm like, what I saw in the first few hours might be just enough on its own to carry me through the next 60 or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Makes sense. Yep. Um, I'm there with you. Yeah. Uh, do we want to do something else? Or since Casey dropped off, do we want to just call it a Xenoblade show? <laughs> well what was the other thing we were going to talk about i i beat live alive do you want to talk about that or yeah i mean uh, okay or, yeah right might as well all right live alive Every single person calls this game something different. Live, live, live alive. Live alive. <laughs> live a evil. As, live. As, as, live a yeah. evil. Yes. Live a evil live. That's the worst one, but it's the best. Um, I, I beat it like Thursday night before Xenoblade 2 came Dude, out. I, I was going to say, I think a good uh, tweet would have been, maybe someone's made this, is like, happy finish your game night. <laughs> it was Thursday night. Because I was like trying to get done with... Uh, with uh, I, I I'm like comically close to finishing the uh, that that Kunio Ken game. Oh, you're you're on like chapter five or six, whatever. Oh yeah, I'm on the last chapter, and I'm like super close to being done. You know, did, did, did I, that, I will finish it, but yeah. Uh, did that end up carrying through quality wise, dude? I I loved it. 
I mean, it's okay. so wabi sabi. Like, like again, is it, I, does do... it get a little repetitive as you get deeper? Well, it's like you know that feeling like that you I, you get like this special move. I, I feel like I didn't talk to you about because you were gone last week, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Because I talked about last, last week. You get a move that's like almost op. It's where you, the hawk fist, where you can push, you can punch beneath you, like you can jump on people and kind of shovel knight on top of them by like punching them beneath you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you can just bounce on people, and if you upgrade your punch, you just become like unstoppable. And it was really fun, and then like other things, and yeah, just something very cheery, very relaxing about it. That is, you know, that I I I played, I played through it. Yeah, so I mean, I'm I'm gonna finish it because as I'm so close, I just anyway. So yeah. So Another yeah, so you beat you beat you beat live a live on uh, <laughs> on a Thursday night, just in yes, time. Yes, sir. Uh, I beat live alive uh whatever it is live alive i think live alive is what they're saying in like marketing so i'll i'll i guess i'll stick with that it's live alive it was it was uh i think so maybe i don't know i mean it's it's a it's a game from 94 so it it took it, it took me 20 hours to play through it but two of two and a half i think of those hours were the demo so it was like 17 and a half hours in a week, which is a lot, but not as much as it sometimes is for me. <laughs> um, right. Which is, which is pretty much SNES RPG length. Chrono triggers that long. I'm guessing final fantasy six is pretty much that long. Um, I loved it. Uh, not, it's not perfect. It's one of those, like I'd give it an eight out of 10 if I was reviewing it, but the eight doesn't tell the full story of, of my feelings on it. Um, <laughs> Right. Is there some aspects of the game like? Do you remember like the good old days and like IGN would like rate like all the different aspects of a game di- with different numbers? And like, WR used to do that back in the day. Yeah, like, yeah, like that's gameplay right. Gameplay and stuff and whatever. And um, is it something where like would that help like displaying like what your thoughts on the game? Maybe I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I'm thinking is because so obviously as we've talked about on the show before premise of the game is there's like seven eight chapters of like each one is a character from a different time period um and they they all have their like two ish one to three hour stories um is is how long each of them are there's the wild west there's the near future distant future present day prehistoric ancient China uh, Edo Japan. I think that's all of them. Um, oh, and then there's the eighth one, which is in marketing, but I'm not going to say it because I think I think they shouldn't have released that in marketing, but there's an eighth one. Um, and they definitely vary in quality. Like I loved the Wild West one so much because it's like a JRPG told through like a classic Western uh, hombre rolls into town He's like a good heart, but he's done some bad things and he's, he has like a, he has like a closed off heart, but then he meets the nice townspeople and he decides to save them. Yep. That, that, that's my whole life. He decides to save them from like the bandits coming in town. Very classic. Um, I love it. Yeah. That's fun. It's, it's very classic. And and they tell it in two hours and like in the context of like a scaled back wild west story told through a JRPG, it's because I, I also love like Japanese people like writing American culture too. So like that's always fun. Um, and it's like, it's great. I would play a whole 20 hour JRPG of that, but then you have the Japanese one, which was in the demo, which I thought was like kind of bland by the time I got through it. 
um and the uh the prehistoric one i also thought was kind of bland and that one was three hours but like so like they vary in quality but because they're all like bite-sized like one to three hours like the present day one is like set up like a fighting game and that's one hour long it's the pacing is super snappy which is why like the time kind of melts away as you're playing it because it's like uh, you can finish a lot of chapters in one sitting or maybe two if it's one of the three hour ones um which is like very like you're just moving through the game quickly um and you can choose any of the paths up front and it's like mega man yep um so i beat all of them and then there is there is like a last thing that ties it all together which i would say like is story but like there damn well better be something if you're if you're uh (laughs) if you're gonna make me play through eight individual two-hour chapters (laughs) right yeah um and that ties up the story really well and it's, I would say, like, without saying anything, like, the writing's very mature, like, shockingly mature. Um, every chapter has its own different mechanics. Um, oh, Casey's back. back. Sorry, boys. Hey. Uh, no, I'm just talking about Live Alive. Um, oh, nice. Yep. Um, so all the chapters have their own different mechanics. So, like, the Wild West one, you're sort of preparing before the bandits attack. Um, so, like uh the more supplies and traps you set the easier the final boss is the present day is like a fighting game where you have to fight six different people or seven however much it is just fight to fight to fight and then when they use their special move you uh you sort of pick it up because you're like trying to be the best fighter in the world by stealing techniques from other fighters so like that's different and then the Edo period has stealth and then like there's there's different there's different like gimmicks for all of them and the writing's pretty mature and like it feels very ahead of its time of an rpg uh because it 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 has all this like gimmicky short form stuff going on but it also is kind of like meta in the story does like in some ways pull the rug out from under you but not in a way is like as crazy as rpgs are doing now but like pretty impressive for its time period and it very much reminds me of the game I played a couple months ago, Undertale and Mother 3 before it. Um, very, like, quirky is kind of its vibe. And, and, it, and, like, the thing I said, I've said is, like, this game walked so Undertale could run. Like, it feels like the proto-Undertale in a lot of ways. Which makes sense because one of the most uh, memorable songs in this game has the same name as one of the most memorable songs in Undertale, which is Megalomania. And, and there are there are some narrative parallels between them. So I wonder if Toby Fox took inspiration. So it's like, it's not perfect because the, the chapters vary in quality like quite a bit. Like some of them are like, I would say five out of 10 while others are like nine out of 10. Um, but the, oh, so which is why I'm like, I guess if I had to write a review, it would be somewhere in the eight out of 10. But cumulatively, the overall experience playing this ahead of its time RPG with these beautiful visuals and then this quirky subversive narrative that is like way ahead of the other games that did it. Um, I guess Earthbound and Mother came around the same time or, or before, whatever. But like, it's for the most, like these RPGs are normal now and they very much were not 1994. So it's like, as as a net, I loved it, but it's like kind of a complicated story to explain why I do. 
I was going to say how, like, without spoiling, obviously, did you feel because they they all come together, right? Like you you mm-hmm. go through them all, and then somehow they all connect. Did you feel like that was done well, or did it feel like oh it's shoehorned where it's like okay, just hodgepodge the oh, uh, next thing you know, you know, Mm-mm. extremely well. Uh, okay, I will cool. say nothing more, but it's like oh wow, this game is is the one places I I. That was interesting. Is it something that was like you saw it coming eventually? Or was it like, oh, like a a real shocker moment? Like, wow, this is how they pulled it off. Because like to Um, me, I can't like having obviously just played the demo. And, and, you know, this is a game I really want to get after I finish Xenoblade. Um, But to me, it's like I can't wrap my head where you can't even imagine how they come together, you know, so that that's something I'm definitely obviously I don't want to know about it. I I am interested I won't say anything about shocks or twists or whatever, but I will say like the game has an overarching hand to play and it plays it. And I found the way it plays it very satisfying. Okay, cool, cool. Like I, I, I zero regret any of the time I spent with it. And it's like, and I was telling Perry, like it took me 20 hours probably like all together, like including like the, the end game stuff. Um, so it's like, and like I played two and a half hours already. So it was like, it's not too long, not too short. Like it's, it's a good length. It's just, it's of its time. So some stuff's outdated mechanically. Some stuff is a little taped together and like the chapters vary in quality a good bit, but the overall experience on the other side is like, ah, this was a nice, this was a really nice thing. I just played. Heck yeah. So there's live alive. Love a love. Evil, evil, lovely, lovely, (laughs) lovely, lovely. Um, so there we go. Like a nice, a nice JRPG themed uh, episode of Talk Nintendo podcast, huh? Mm, My kind episode. Yeah, and and I I think I think we're all playing Xenoblade. I think especially with Perry being uh having you having just beaten two, I think we're all pretty much committed to beating it. So especially if we can beat it around the same time, even within a couple of weeks, there's probably a not I demand you, but effectively a game a spoiler, spoiler cast. cast. And, uh, and I bet you that that would be something we could even dirty mage it, bring over David and Jordan, I bet would uh, love to be talking about it as well. And maybe Paige, she hasn't gotten over here, but she's no, like, great. Paige is like chapter six. I think she said she's she's steamrolling. <laughs> she's Louise. She's pulling um, an Alex. Yeah, I well, it's actually so I was like, I, I'm like, I, I think you you maybe you mentioned that you'd played more than me or you had played more than me. And then I was just like, yeah, I wasn't able to play as much as I wanted. I only got six hours in uh, and I went and like from Friday to Sunday, I was just with six other people celebrating someone's upcoming wedding. And, and I and that like manifested itself in like me waking up at three because I couldn't sleep from the beer, uh, like, cause it, it messes up your sleep and just playing Xenoblade, uh, at like four in the morning until five in the morning when I get too <laughs> sleepy and start nodding off and then go back to sleep for two hours. Like I was, I was half awake when uh Vandom guy came in. <laughs> you gotta get you, you gotta get your hours in while you can. Just, just like mask. nodding off. Yeah. Um, Amazing. So, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm we'll have more updates. I'll, I have like four other games I have to talk about, and I will talk Not about today. them next week when Balogs is gone. Yep. 
They're too mature for Baloks. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Awesome. I, I don't have a joke for that. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I thought. Uh, what was I your joke ag- at one time? Hold on. There's that like last I was editing, and it was so funny because like someone said a joke and like it was too cheesy to say, so you didn't say it. But then you explained afterwards what you were gonna say. And then it was funny because it was so cheesy. I can't remember what it was. I yeah, I don't remember, but I, I think if I did that, I did it because if I just said the raw joke on its own, it would have gotten like silence. Yeah, so that's good. <laughs> um, like everything so, else you say. <laughs> first off, I've I've grown into. I, there's no second off, but but first off, I've grown into the mascot of this show. So show some respect, Perry. <laughs> <laughs> the mascot. He's go, He's 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 gone from the the permanent guest. To the mascot. <laughs> to the mascot. Yep. I'm the uh, I'm the guy from the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones who's just dancing on stage and doesn't play an instrument. That's, but his that's presence me. is noticed. Thank you. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, episode 308. Agnes and Mildred. Uh, <laughs> that, that's a nice. show. Yeah. Beautiful. All right. Well, you can find us over on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo. P. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we need more muffling in the background there. You can support Nintendo World Report at patreon.com slash NWR. That's patreon.com slash N W And yeah, if you are, like I said, if you're just picking up Xenoblade or thinking about it and you've played the other games or you don't care about the other games, definitely check out John's video. Um, it does, like I said, it does a great job. I definitely should watch that, Jerry. And um, and check out our Discord we'll uh, because we yes. we have a Xenoblade channel going on right now. Yep. Talk talk about the game with us. Yep. And, and we got all sorts of other food channels, mailbag, sports, all that good stuff. Mailbag out. Yep. Oh, sounds good. TNP mailbag at gmail.com. Yep. That's TNP mailbag at G mail. <laughs> Dot C. Okay, this is this isn't funny, and you should have. It was a little funny. It was. It was pretty funny. funny. It was pretty funny. This could just be the tail off. All right. Bye. Toodles.
This is a certified Balak's Classic.